What's up, everybody? It's us, back with the D-Minor Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Stephen Harry Feet Johnson. My name is Juan Little Knife Ears Romo. Hell yeah. Today, we're talking about D&D. Would you know it? Can you believe that we're actually talking about what our name implies? What are you talking about? I don't know what a D&D is. So, D&D is a game developed by by um, Nolan North, uh-huh. and it's, it's really good. He made it with Game Newell. I'm really excited for 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 D and D three. Yeah, but, it's gonna be lit. I mean, it might never happen because Gabe Newell is there. Yeah, because Steam came out. So today we're we're tackling the age old argument between the two of us: halflings versus gnomes. Yep. Uh, and I'm right, and one likes gnomes, so no, this is really I, fun. I, I do believe the correct answer is that Steven is whack. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, immediately before we started, I was like, let's try to avoid personal attacks. Nope, nope. And Juan, Juan comes out swinging yeah. with, with his 90s insult. Yeah. So, okay. So, I guess, let's begin. Do you want to do some, some opening statements, like state our argument in the affirmative? So, we're, we're very much just saying what's good about our race and not putting down the other one? Would you like Harry to begin? Feet. Okay. Would you like to begin, Juan? <laughs> yeah. No, I'll start right now. I'm going to start by putting down your race. Okay. Listen, halflings... Halflings are just, like, hairy gluttons that live in, like, dirt homes, and that's it. That's it! That is the entire race! There's no depth to them. They just eat dirt and and comb their feet hair. (laughs) And that's it. I don't know. I I think the main thing with me with halflings is, like, when I watched The Hobbit, or not The Hobbit, uh, Lord of the Rings with you, it was, like, I don't know, I just felt like... I just tur- I was turned off by the idea like these dumb, fat, hairy, small people are supposed to like save the world. I don't know. That just kind of turned me off of them, you know. Sure. Are you ready for me to start? Yeah, that's it. I find the simplistic lifestyle of a halfling to be uh, very appealing to me. Yeah. Um, coming from from my background, I was I was born in the south, and mm-hmm. I, I appreciate the slow, sort of food centric, loving life, sort of vibrant society of the hobbits pose. Okay. Um, I, I would like to, to make a, a statement, if you don't mind. I'm going to go into a little more of my, my side here. I think that these these small folk, like not including dwarves or gnomes, mm-hmm. they're all called halflings. But I think that it's really split up in three groups, okay? Okay. So, from the Dragonlance setting, come Kender, okay? Now... I hope you don't mind. I'm going to read you a, a small passage here, okay? I'm looking at Steven very, very weirdly because he's got he's got a whole document full of notes to support his argument, and I have nothing. This is okay. This is a really important thing. It's from One D Four Chan. Yeah. Okay. It's the it's the article on Kinder. Yeah. If you don't mind, <clears throat> they are basically halflings with double doses of ADHD, kleptomania, and Tourette syndrome thrown in, and no sense of self preservation, as if someone was deliberately trying to make the annoying habits of every chaotic, stupid character in the game's history and merge them all into a playable race. No one apparently saw how terrible a decision this was. We're absolutely not making this shit up. The Dragonlance campaign setting itself explicitly says their propensity to act on impulse at the expense of common sense makes them reckless in dangerous situations. Nothing on Kryn, the world they live in, is as dangerous as a bored Kender, or as terrifying as hearing a Kender say, oops. <laughs> Kender appropriate absolutely anything that catches their eye. Physical boundaries or notions of privacy are both alien concepts to them. Kender cannot keep secrets to save their life and happily blurt out intensely personal information about themselves and anyone else. And even the threat of an imminent demise does not deter Kender. 
and their racial stats reflect this by giving them a minus four to concentration checks <laughs> and a plus two bonus on lock picking and sleight of hand checks and immunity to all fear effects. Mm. They survive. They survive getting the shit kicked out of them only because every one of the little shits seems to be wearing plot armor, which undoubtedly they stole from more interesting species now tragically extinct. Again, we're not making this shit up. This is something that is explicitly confirmed in their racial stats with a plus one bonus on all saving throws. It's awesome. Kender are not what I'm talking about. <laughs> Kender, Kender are kind of crazy. Now, the other two are hobbits yep. and what I would consider a true halfling. Hobbits are what you discuss. The life is slow. They don't really do anything but eat and drink and talk. And they have hairy feet. Okay? It's the hairy feet. That's all. That is my biggest peeve. It's just, it's just like... Like, I, I understand that hairy feet is very real, and people have hairy feet in I real life. I have hairy feet. I know that. You told me. I don't care. Fuck your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your hairy ass feet. No. Um, what was I saying? It's like that image of, like, like like in, like, cartoons or whatever. Like, they're more hairy than they need to be. Like, a little bit of hair is, like, acceptable. They want you to be able to see it. But it's like, it's like, like, my guy has, like, a toupee on his foot. What? And it's like, <laughs> it's gross. Okay. Okay. I get it. Hobbits are a little obnoxious. They're 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 kind of controversial. Mm-hmm. Now, what I would consider a halfling, these are the clever, the small, mischievous boys. Okay, they love life. They love being the center of attention. They're usually bards, rogues, and they're always gods amongst men. These halflings are what I consider the core. I get Kender and fucking hobbits are a little like out there. Yeah, they're on par with gnomes, mm-hmm. but a halfling is superior because a halfling. Is it a fucking shitty version of an elf slash a shitty version of a dwarf? <laughs> but most of all, they're just shitty halflings. You know, there's a lot of different depictions of gnomes mm-hmm. between like fucking like the Rice Krispie dumbasses. Okay, listen, you have those. <laughs> I think guys. those are elves. I don't give a fuck what they are. They're bad and they look like gnomes. Okay, there's also the gnomes that have the dumbass hair and the big fucking noses, and they live in the mountains. Like, they tinker with shit all day because they can't actually get outside and talk to people like a fucking halfling can. Okay? And then they sit over there, and you have the other ones who are like, I live in the trees. I'm one with nature. I talk to squirrels. Yeah. Fuck you. Talk to people. Be a good race. All of them are bad. Okay? The names are good, though. The names are really good. Gimple uh, Humplebump. No, no, no. You can't. I remember when you when you named one of your halflings, like, a gnome name. I'm like, no, you cannot appropriate gnome culture for your halfling agenda. Listen. Gimple Humple Bumple. Mm-hmm. It's a really good gnome name. Jethro Bingleboppel. Yeah. A really good gnome name. Yeah, pretty good. But they're not as good as Watson Alekeg, my halfling child. Now, now I think, so So halflings don't really have gnome names, but gnomes can have halfling names, because those are just regular names. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So, so I can just have, I can be Watson Alekeg. You could, yeah. but you're not. You're a gnome. And gnomes are gross. All right, now, now listen to me. So there's, there's the age-old argument. Garden gnomes, fuck that. Listen, D&D, I wasn't going to invoke that for your sanity. No, I've I've invoked it myself because listen. So there's the garden gnome idea, and that's old. That's like that's like the whole idea of like kobolds and elves and dwarves all being just dumb goblins. And it's like D and D has been trying. I think like a lot of fantasy have been trying to repurpose that idea. And every time someone invokes garden gnomes in reference to gnomes, that is a step backward. And we are trying to make progress. We're trying to. Create a new image of gnome. Would you say that Sherlock gnome is is? I will end your life. What about Gnomeo and Juliet? I will kill you. I could I could reach over this table and just grab your fucking neck. Could 
That's very gnomish of you. <laughs> I think that half like No, listen. So here, here's what I like. Here's what I like about gnomes. Okay. So gnomes, the, the way I envision them are like like short, mm-hmm. kind of pointed ears. The pointed ears are my one of my favorite parts. Like like little little knifeier boys. Yeah. And I like I like when they live in the woods and they talk to squirrels and I think that's really cute. I think that's like a cute image, mm-hmm. like a tiny person, like climbs down a tree and like picks up a squirrel and like talks to it. I think that's a really that's a really endearing image. Um, I think, I think like gnomes are like um, oh they they kind of are like discount elves, but like I almost imagine like like a tiny little like gnome village like in a tree. Yeah, it's really cute. Like it's a, it's like a, it's a very aesthetically pleasing concept, you know what I'm saying? I agree. I, I I think I don't really I don't really see how a like tree small people society is much better than like a burrowing small people society. And like I'm not like shitting on you. I think I like both of them. I just think that you like you unfairly put down the hobbit holes in favor of carving out a branch and living on it. Because listen. I think honestly, when, when I was about to question like the evolutionary benefit of both, but they're both pretty viable. Yeah, because it's like one is like That's you're digging underground. Like birds and prairie dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one one is you're living underground to keep away from predators. One you're up in the trees to keep away from predators. And the predators in this being owl bears. I don't know what what eats gnomes. What eats halflings? Exactly. What is the enemy of halflings and gnomes? I don't know. No, so I want to know. The the problem is their bears. Enemies, their enemies shouldn't be each other. That's true. They're basically the same thing. A gnome and a halfling was just the same name, or different names for the same thing, for a long time. I think our argument here is really, we're just arguing that a different variety of halfling, okay? <laughs> a gnome is, is like this, it's like a different breed, like a kinder and a hobbit are different breeds. Yeah? I think so. Okay. I, I, would, I would argue that the name should be halfling as that better describes their physical features than a gnome. And also because I want to drop the fucking Gnomeo and Juliet from my species. Okay? <laughs> Are you trying to erase gnomes, Steven? I'm trying to mix... For a second, the... for a second I thought you were trying to build a bridge. But it seems like you're trying to... It seems like you're trying to burn down my village and then build your village on mine. <laughs> well... <laughs> just change the name and everything about them, then they can join. No, I, I do. I do think that that we've really we've made an impasse here mm-hmm. because I feel like you're arguing that halflings are bad, yeah. and I'm arguing that halflings are good. We're not really talking about gnomes. <laughs> no, I'm talking about gnomes. I was going to get to the tinker aspect of gnomes. Okay, go ahead. So here's what I think. So gnomes, or no? So, so halflings. The thing, my my issue with halflings is in in a fantasy setting. So obviously, their uh, their thing is that they're laid back. Um, but I've always liked in fantasy settings those like go getters, those ones that are willing to go to go conquer, to create new things, to create new cultures and new traditions. And, and I understand halflings have have been doing the same thing for thousands of years, but they only do one thing. I will say one thing. Yeah, Frodo Baggins, halfling. Goes out and does stuff. That is one halfling, and that's because they made him do it. They had to. Pe- they practically dragged his ass out of his house. They, they were, said. They said, "Listen, Frodo, if you don't do this, you will all die." Listen, okay, Lord of the Rings, possibly, I would say, as a good chance, it's the greatest fantasy story of our time. Okay. Yeah, it's there, pretty good. There were four halflings in that party. It's true. <laughs> no gnomes. It's true. And then they Although, survived. They survived by the sheer luck. That lucky halfling 
saved them I, on I, multiple okay, occasions. I, I will make, I will make uh, a point here. I'll concede to you that while Mary and Pippin, okay, mm-hmm. the two dumbasses, the ones who dance on tables and are like, like ready for second breakfast, yeah. that is a very halfling thing. Frodo and Sam... Frodo holds a sword at least once. Well, I say Frodo and Sam, those are almost gnomes in the way they do things. Yeah. They're very, like... Like, they're like, okay, well, if this needs to be done, I guess I'll just fucking do it then. Whatever. Yeah. And, like, they're very tricky, and they're very... I don't know. They, obviously, they're the same race, but yeah. I feel like I think Frodo and Sam exhibit a lot of gnome qualities. Yeah. I think they're almost more... They're almost... Maybe it's, like, a, uh, maybe it's like their lineage or something that, that can't really be... Maybe, maybe Tolkien knew it, but... It's almost like they were more prone to adapt to a, a, a situation, while the other ones are like, oh, "I'm a halfling. I want to eat." Yeah, I, well, most the majority of halflings are that way. I think yeah. I think Frodo and Sam are really just outliers. Um, I will say, okay, the 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 enemy which you were talking about before, the predator of the small folk, yeah, are the other races. <laughs> okay, we need to bind together. Okay, halfling and normal lions, kobolds, kobolds are invited. They're invited. They're our scaly friends. Hell yeah. Okay. Dwarves, not invited. Not dwarves invited. are fucking traitors. Dwar- dwarves are traitors. Dwarves are big. And loud. Hairier. Loud. Shitty. And they make explosives. Gnomes. They're drunk gnomes. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> they eat rocks. So, you know, like David and Goliath? Yeah. Yeah, like a dwarf is just Goliath gnomes. Okay. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Dwarves aren't invited. No. Humans, not invited. Not invited. They live too, they live too short. They live too short. You can't actually make a fucking... Like dinner reservation with them. They live they too short. Before. They live too short, and they're gonna try and like assume power. Exactly. I I really love the idea of like a halfling being like, yeah, let's let's do a dinner reservation for like two hundred years from now. <laughs> like they <laughs> do it. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Yeah. It's like it's like a, an extremely booked like five star restaurant. They're like, sorry, we're booked to like thirty thirty five, and the halfling's like, that's fine. I'll book it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, listen, some elves can come. Some elves. Wood elves. Can wood come. elves can come. High elves. Wood elves. Because I think I feel like wood elves and gnomes have to be friends. Yeah. Or at the very least, accepting of each other. Exactly. Because like they're they're very chill. Okay. Yeah. Um, dragonborn not welcome. No, not at all. We no, I would cobalt. imagine dragonborn are like dwarves with with scales. Yeah, dragonborn are like dwarves with fire scales with like the ambition of a human. Yeah. The ambition's the worst part. The, My the, people <laughs> don't like ambition. <laughs> See, well, that's the best part, in my opinion. The, so, too much ambition is bad. Yes. Enough ambition that you create and, and forward society is good. Yeah, society's already good. It doesn't need to be changed. We can hang out. We can drink for, like, actually 100 years. And it'll be good. Like, you don't need to change anything. I don't know. Here's my thought, okay? There's a few other races. Tieflings, not invited. Yeah. Tieflings are weird. Tieflings, tieflings would be invited if they were shorter. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think because because otherwise they're like weird demon people. I so I see like a Asmar halfling, also not invited. No, definitely not. So I think halflings see tieflings and Asmar in a very similar light. Okay. Yeah. Half of them are like, all right, that's some um, demon slash angel shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's way too much for me. I'm staying away from that. And the other half are like, if it has titties. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine a lot of halflings don't want to get involved with, like, the cosmic concepts that exactly. Tieflings and Asimar are directly tied to. I like a lot of, like, settings who kind of interpret, like, halflings as being forgotten by the gods. <laughs> which, like, I imagine that they are totally cool with that. Yeah, probably. I have a list here. Okay. 
of some some slurs for halflings and gnomes. Dude. You can't say slurs in the podcast. I know. Well, there there's some good ones here. Um, Steven, what if what if our what if our halfling listeners listeners get triggered? That'd be that'd really be bad. I think. Um, listen, some people refer to gnomes as quarterlings, <laughs> mini elves, mini elves. Now this one mm-hmm. is pretty funny. It's halfling. Yeah, that's that's the insult. Oh, they call them halflings. <laughs> See, my argument's and, right. And, and the same goes for for halflings. They you call, them call gnomes. them gnomes. Yeah, that's awesome. You, uh, your people are also called a shaved hobgoblin, mm. bug-eyed stumps, <laughs> a lawn ornament, which is really good. That's that's the worst. That one, if I were a gnome, that would insult. That would hurt me. Dwarflings. Dwarflings. Conehead. Conehead. Discount dwarf. Discount dwarf. Is that one in there? Yeah, that's awesome. They're pretty. They're pretty great. Okay. <laughs> Great value dwarf. Great value dwarf. Coupon dwarf. Almost a dwarf. Almost a dwarf. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like a lot of races are just mean to our people. Yeah. Like us and the kobolds. Because I, so. I love kobolds. I think, I think goblins would be invited if they weren't so, like, rowdy. Yeah, goblins are very, like, like ooga booga. Yeah. Like, almost cave. Ooga booga, I eat, like, I, if, my fr- if my goblin friend died, I would eat his corpse. Well, I think kobolds are very, like, they're very skittish, but they're very smart. Yeah. yeah they're very like, clever. Like, people, I feel like in the right circumstances, like, kobolds definitely could form a society. Mm-hmm. I think they could form a society if they weren't getting murdered by everyone else. If, if like, Dragonborn weren't so mean. Right. Now, are there any other races that we... Oh, Kenku. Kenku got Kenku, Kenku are invited. Kenku, Kenku, Kenku are not invited. Obligated. Yeah, Kenku have to come. Yeah. I feel like Kenku would love it. I feel like Kenku probably get shit on pretty hard, too. Yeah, like any, like I bet Eric Coker looked down on Kenku really hard. I don't really see Eric Coker as being that way. No, he. I, I think that Eric Coker are more like, oh, poor little guy. No, kind of, kind of, kind of dumb, kind of dumpy. Yeah, uh, stay away from me because you just steal shit. But, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really see Eric Coker as taking a stance in most like racial divides. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're the ones who they don't really. I don't know. I never seen Arakokra as someone who might throw a slur. That's like, true. I, I, that makes sense. I, I I've, I've seen him as very stoic, and so like for an elf, he might he might call them like like knife ears or something, but yeah. he doesn't do it like to insult them. He does it just to like seem more involved. Yeah. So like for like a, I don't know, for a dwarf, he might like call him, like refer to him as like cave dweller. Yeah. Or something kind of like how a pirate is like like landlubber. Yeah, but yeah, like less insulting. Yeah, I guess it's not really like meant to hurt them, but it might. It's more accident. of a descriptor. Yeah, because yeah. I, I always see that like, Arakoker almost like alien in terms of like how they interact with the yeah. races. They might live in the mountains or something. Yeah, and so like Arakoker don't really interact with people that much. Or they might think like, oh, how weird. Like, yeah, inter- like yeah, interesting. I've always thought it'd be really cool to play like a scientist Arakoker. It was yeah. very much like, like, oh, I'm. Interested in this. like Please, like a, or, or an Aarakocca that wants to be a scientist but is learning like the world. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I really like uh, they have like some that. they have some bad uh, insults though. <laughs> uh, they're sometimes just called caw caws. Caw caws. Yeah. <laughs> you squawk at them. <laughs> now these ones, I really really love Kenku. Mm-hmm. There's some slurs for Kenku that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> Flightless. Uh, that's so that's, sad. That sucks because that's like the whole thing with Kenku. That's all. That's all they care about. Yeah. And then there, then there's the other ones like they're just like so mean, like noisemakers. Yeah. 
Peckers. Peckers. Like gramophone. Ja- uh, jabbers. Like, I don't know. Jabbers. I feel like for some of those, if they if someone said that to Echo, he'd just kill them. Echo is Echo is my Kenku rogue. Yep. Who is uh, very volatile. Yeah. He's very dangerous in the wrong hands. <laughs> he's a weapon? Um, he's, he's like an attack dog almost. He's really sweet. Yeah. He wants to be really sweet. He wants to be loved and nobody loves him. So, um, I found an insult for a Warforged. It is a clinking, clanking, clattering collection of collagenous junk. It'd be really funny, like, in a modern setting, they just call a, a Warforged, like, a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, refrigerator. Like, hey, you got some you got some cool cola in there for me? Hell yeah. There's some good ones. Made to orders. <laughs> Made to orders? Dude. That's, I don't know. That makes me think of like a transformer. Like, uh, like, it's like, like you could call Warforged, like, oh, did, did your mother need to assemble you or some shit? <laughs> Battery's not included. <laughs> Battery's not included. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, okay. Tabaxi uh-huh. aren't very tall. Really? Yeah. Well, in some depictions they are, but like... I always from, imagine them like, like Khajiit and like Tabaxi to be very long. I imagine them to be long, but long proportionately. Um, I imagine them not being much more than like five feet tall. Really? Which, I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I mean, I can look it up. I'm wrong. It says, Tabaxi, you're taller than humans. Wow. Tabaxi, Fuck not you. invited. <laughs> Tabaxi, not invited. Give me that, give me that fucking invite. Unless they are, unless they will allow themselves to be mounts. That's a great idea. That's a really good idea. That's a really good okay? idea. Dogs, not like a race. It's like dogs, yeah. definitely there. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, dude. An like, army like, of Kenku, kobold, halfling gnomes riding, like, mounts? Yeah. Dude, that'd okay. be sick. And then, no, no, so lizard folk definitely not allowed. No way. They would definitely eat us. That's a big concern. Um, Furbolg? Question mark. Furbolg. I think Furbolg and gnomes, or yeah, Furbolg and gnomes they have kinda, to be friends. Yeah, they kind of step on each other's shoes, though. I feel like Furbolg would see them as friendly because, like, I think Furbolg are probably very stoic, very like, oh, I want to be friends with nature slash those associated with nature, and I think gnomes would be that way. Okay, so Furbolgs are an ally to our. They are a tall group. ally. They are. They are. They. They. They're an allegiance to the Nehigh Coalition. Yeah. Okay. So, another idea. Okay. Now this one, they're very tall. Um, I get that, but centaurs. That's like that could hold like six. I know that's like, like six boys. That's like a tank. That's okay, a, you could have like, like a armor t- that shit up. Yeah. Okay, that would be awesome. That's if they'll allow it. Well, I feel like they'd be friends with gnomes. Yeah, they're very like their typical depiction is very like nature oriented, and I'm sure that gnomes gnomes are very much a diplomat towards the nature side, and yeah. halflings are a diplomat to everyone else. Yeah. Um, and I guess no, like uh, uh, sorry, kobolds and kenku could be very good for like the more uh, gross races. Gnolls <laughs> uh, are like no. enemy number one. Gnolls are banned. They will eat everything. Yeah, like lizard yeah. folk. The only thing worse than lizard folk are are gnolls. Yeah, and like gnolls, I love gnolls as like an enemy. Yeah, but gnolls will eat us. Gnolls are like for real demons, and honestly, I don't think anyone could associate with them. That's like true. peacefully, except yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I think they're kind of gross. I think the only time I could see gnolls allying with anyone is with like orcs or like ogres, mm-hmm. and that's like when they're bigger than them. And the only reason that they'll respond to them is because they are as strong, and they're yeah. gonna, they're it's, gonna it's be a for bigger, real like like force yeah, leading a bigger force. Now we're definitely gonna piss off the dwarves because we didn't invite them. No. Okay. So my my concern is. Who's friendly enough for the dwarves? The elves are definitely not siding with the dwarves. No, certainly not. 
So I think that we need to have decent relations with the elves. Like not in well, our we have wood elves. We have wood elves already. Yeah. So that's good. So they're like But high elves don't like wood elves. That's true. Now, listen. Well Who's our diplomat to the high elves? That's a good question. I would almost say what if we could get wood elves to get half elves to get elves? Potentially. Well the problem is I mean, I feel like high elves are the ones who usually don't like half elves. It's true. But, but so half many elves half are... elves have like this like like syndrome where they think they're the main character. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like <laughs> they I don't know. True. No, but I also think half elves are, are, are decent diplomats because they are they could be considered not biased because they are both. Exactly. You know? So it's like, oh, they're a little human and a little elf and, and that way they can cross between. So I don't want elves in the group. I just want elves to not be mad. Yeah. And like to not side with dwarves. Now humans we have halflings and they like halflings. Yeah. Listen, don't all- like kobolds. <laughs> That's true. Now Dragonborn are gonna be mad. Dragonborn are already mad. I think Dragonborn are in a state of constant anger. madness. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's not false. I'm I would not say that the lie. I would honestly say that the Dragonborn wouldn't be mad because we didn't invite them, but be mad because we have kobolds. Because we have kobolds and we're trying to go against them. Exactly. I don't think that humans would be mad unless we attacked them. Exactly. And and like honestly, if if we mind, if we leave them alone, they might leave us alone. <laughs> I, and I think I think that dwarves, if we if like dwarves, elves, and humans, I feel like they'll only get in, involved if we directly attack them, like in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like Gondor calls for aid. Like it's like they only called for aid because they really needed it. That's true. But like, here's my here's my thing. I'm really worried about the iguana wannabes. Okay, that's a slur on you. It's pretty great. Yeah, Dragonborn. I don't know. They're ve- Dragonborn are very much like the kind of people who don't just sit around and let something happen. Yeah. And, I don't know, I'm afraid. Yeah, I, th- I think it'd be like the Cold War. They see us amassing like an army, and they're like, what is going on? So, we need to have a game plan. Okay. Dig down. Dig down. Dig down. Okay. And then go away, and then come up in the forest. Okay? Right. Far away from everyone else. Okay. Then we can live in peace. And as one could, as one united small folk society, the Nihai Coalition. Nihai Coalition. So we should make friends with the Underdark people. Okay. I feel like Drow aren't gonna be super nice, but now, I would listen, rather them like us. Now listen, what if gnomes could get deep gnomes? Exactly. So well, my my concern would be doing that. I don't think deep gnomes really like gnomes. I don't think they do either. And Duragar is just kind of insane. Duragar like. Like, Dur- like dwarves, like nobody likes Duragar. Yeah. Drow don't like Duragar. So, I and think like, our best bet is Drow. We have to be very clear with Drow mm-hmm. that we are an asset. Yeah. We are their above ground informants. And we are not their slaves. <laughs> we are not their slaves. That's a very big deal. Yeah. We're very small. Mm-hmm. But I think our, our advantage is going to be numbers and yep. stealth. So, any meeting has to have a lot of halfling and, and gnome yeah. sort of. And I would even say, like, by. hidden values where it's like. Like, we, we roll up in, like, a drow town, and there's, like, like 20, like, gnome, halfling, whatever, the, the the trail mix of races that we have going on. Yeah. But then it's, like, there's a hundred more hiding. because Because, like, the drow decide, like, hey, we can take 20 of them, and then, like, a hundred more roll up. They're, like, oh. Yeah, okay. Shit. Now, I, we, we should be very clear. Drow don't usually get traded with. No. The Nehi Coalition can be the middleman. <laughs> 
Okay. Because if so, yeah, you're right. If we have some wood elves, yeah, contact their bastard kids. Okay, yeah. have these half elves come out and be like diplomats and be like, "Come on, just trade with the Nehi Coalition." And we don't tell them that it's going to the drow. We even find like some like some like some drow half or ha- drow half elves. Yeah. So that'll be a good way to trade between the two, and then trade with the outside world. We're really bastards here, Juan. We're really bad people. <laughs> we get all these small folk. Okay, now we need a, a power structure. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need a council. Okay, I think it I think be, it should be like like leaders of like each of the trail mix. So I was thinking like, twelve. Twelve. Okay. Three from each. How many? Like, uh, oh wait, because no, we have what else too? Yeah. So, let me think then. Restructuring it, we'll do fifteen. Okay. And then we'll do three from each, like race. Yeah. Uh, I imagine not every halfling can get along with every other halfling, so we have like a good diverse selection, like three elected from each. Mm-hmm. Then we got to be very clear: there's no secret meetings, okay? Because like halflings, gnomes, kenku, and what else are very, very good with like, like oh yeah, no, dude, dude, for real, fuck kenku, <laughs> and just like excluding them. So yeah, a very open society because that that will create a uh, like a. Like an exclusion of races, yeah. and then that'll eventually collapse. Exactly. So we got to be super careful. I think that we need to play to everyone's strength. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like the cities, like the location, should be picked by gnomes because mm-hmm. they're very good at like finding a nice, secure, hidden area. But I think the design of the city should be left to halflings. They have a very vibrant sort of like connected lifestyle. Now, Kenku. No, no, wait. No, kobolds. Well, hold on. Kobolds could design like traps and shit. Exactly, and defend it. Kobolds could also play like the hunters because mm-hmm. they're very good at that. Gnomes could also be helpful in that situation. A kobold, and, and, and a, what else? A, a kobold gnome wood elf hunting party. Very good. Three people mm-hmm. go into a thing. Kenku. Yeah. Now Kenku may not seem like they have a lot of value. A Kenku police force. Kenku record where the conversation was and play it back to the judge. Kenku could also be. Excellent bard companions. That's true. Kobo. And they can also be excellent scribes, like scribes. keeping things written down. Uh, traders, like merchants. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> even like, like they'll betray the council. It's pretty great. <laughs> Got to be careful. Kobolds, amazing spies. Yeah, we're already all amazing spies. Yeah, but I feel like the the high class like intel gathering and so like not secret agent, but like like in, like intel shit <laughs> left to Kenku. So you're saying secret agents. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Kenko are really good for just, like, rolling up, hiding in a corner, like, in a box. And then, like, <laughs> in a and box. They just, like, play back the conversation. Hell yeah. Dude, two Kenkus in a trench coat. Two Kenkus in a trench coat. That's going to devolve into a whole lot of, like, one phrase getting passed between the two of them. Like a game of telephone. <laughs> that, would be, that would be lit as fuck, though. So if we come to an agreement that the, the true argument between which is better, halflings and gnomes, is really... Halflings and gnomes against the rest of the world. You know what, Stephen? This is the first time where we've had this discussion where we have achieved a point where we agree on something. We'll shake oh, hands. We're going for the shit. We're shake going for the handshake. Hands. You dumbass! I betrayed. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> you bought a knife. <laughs> Listen, knife ears. Yeah. No, it's like it's like I scratch your vein and your veins turn green and you start to like bleed. From I'm turning your into a gnome. Oh. Oh no! I'll just say you you die from poison no. because that's more. I'm turning into a gnome. Plausible. That's, that's more than, hell for me than being polymorphed into a gnome. 
Well, thanks for listening, everybody, to our diplomatic meeting here. Mm-hmm. We're really, we came to a good conclusion. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully, we're going to record a music episode after this. Uh, hopefully, we're going to not do anything ever, and we're going to become, we're going to, we're going to move out into the woods, and we're going to become a gnome and halfling, respectively. We're going to walk around on our knees, uh-huh. and we're going to build houses in the trees and dirt. Ready, Stephen? We're going to abandon our lives to become gnomes and halflings. I'm going to ignore that. Once again, I've I've been Stephen. Gnomes are pretty okay now, Johnson. And I'm one. uh, Halflings are, I I guess, Romo. Hell yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Jason.